Welcome to The Great Sources, where we explore fundamental Torah ideas through the great books and sources of Jewish thought. So, tonight, tonight we're going to talk about tefillah. What tefillah is and how it works. So I think when, when, when it comes to tefillah, I think there are two questions that everyone has once in a while that hits you, whether you're articulated or not. There are two questions, two main issues, which really point to the same direction. First question is, how does it work? You ask Hashem for something, and, and therefore He gives it to you. Exactly what the Shrekat is, is pretty intuitive, but we'll articulate it soon. And the second question is that people have about tefillah is, but it doesn't. I ask Hashem for things and it doesn't work. I don't get what I ask for. So those are the two, the two issues that I want to discuss. <coughs> number one, why does tefillah work? And, and uh, number two, uh, we don't see that it does. A lot of times you ask for things and you don't get them. I think most people don't necessarily have the sense that the tefillahs do work, generally. But really, if you can't answer the first question of how it works, you shouldn't be surprised second question, that it's not working. Because if you don't know how it works, you don't know how it's supposed to work, then that might give you a clue of why it's not working for you. Okay? So let's, let's give a little history of these questions. So the first question is, uh, the first source I know of the question is in the Sefer HaIkrim of Abbas of Abel in the, in the fourth Maimur, the Parakut Ches. The first question of why does tefillah work? Or how does tefillah work? So he says, well, if something is decreed by Hashem, then prayer would be unnecessary. And if it wasn't decreed to be, then why would Hashem change his mind? That's the, the, the way he formulates the question. Why should tefillah matter? Why should the fact that you're asking for something matter? So the answer obviously has to be, and he goes with this idea, that the tefillah changes, changes the calculus, changes the decision. It's part of the equation. So it's not that... It's not outside the system. In other words, you don't look at it like, okay, it's Hashem and He has His plan. And then there's us and we receive. And then, oh, we come to Him with an idea or a request and that changes everything. No, it must be that the requesting, the act of, of tefillah itself, somehow changes something. It's part of how Hashem relates to us. Now, you know, tefillah is called Avodah Shabbalev. It's, it's the worship of Hashem in the, with the mind. So that tells us that it's obviously not merely beseeching. It's obviously not merely asking Hashem for things. That wouldn't be called a Vedish Rebelay. Maral, also maybe referring to the Sefer Ikrim, in the Sivas Eilam, in the Siva Avedah Perak Bez, he also brings Yeshayalim. How could Tila change anything? If something is right and appropriate, it will happen anyways. And if not, the Tila shouldn't affect it. He answers... Also, with this idea that the tefillah has to be part of, of what affects the decision, essentially, he answers al pidarkai. I'm not going to go into the specific approaches here of the Sefer Ikim of the Morale, but that's the history of the question. They speak about the question, they ask the question, and they speak about it. So that's about the question of how does tefillah work or why does tefillah work? Just the history, the background. What about, but tefillah doesn't work? So actually, this question is also Mephorsh, and this isn't even in the Medrash, in the Medrash Shaykh Toivin Tehillim. Simon Tzadik Aleph, 
On the Pasuk that says, Hashem will raise up the Tzaddik who knows his name. He will call to me, says Hashem, and I'll respond to him. So the Tzaddik who's Yodei Hashemi, knows Hashem's name, he can call Hashem and Hashem will respond. So the Medrash says, Omer B'Shu Ben Levi, B'Shem Rav Pinchas Ben Yoy. Mipnei Mag Mispalim Yisro Ba'olam Hazeve Enom Nenim. Why is it that clients will ask for things in this world and they don't get, requests aren't filled, not, they don't get answered. Al Yidei She'enom Yoydim B'Shem HaMefarish. Because they don't know B'Shem HaMefarish. The gears of the Avodah Sakredish is, and it's a significant change. They don't know how to daven with the Shem HaMefersh. Now, this seems very mystical, and, and it definitely is. But before we even talk about the answer, before we even talk about the answer, what does the Metra say? Why Kfilas are not answered? I think it's important. We have, to note, we have to note that it's so important to ask the question. We're not supposed to just be stumbling around in the dark and not knowing what's going on. Tfila is supposed to work. Torah says in Simit Tzadik Ches, after describing how to be mispalal, he says, if you do this, it's guaranteed that your tefillah will be mispalal. So tefillah is supposed to work. It's not supposed to just be whatever. We do it and we have no sense of it, of it working. It's supposed to work. So if it's not working, if it's not working, then you've got to ask yourself, why isn't it working? Are there rules about tefillah? Are there sugis about tefillah? Sugis amukis about the nature of tefillah? Partially what we're just hopefully making a call tonight in the matter. But I just want to bring out, the, you have to ask the question. You have to articulate the question. And there's an answer. Unless you don't want this power, which is such a tremendous power that you have to feel. If you don't want it, fine. But if you want it, then you've got to say, well, what's going on? And let's find it. And then and the Gemaras talk about it. But the Gemaras are the Madrashim. If there is an answer to why it's not working, so then why are we doing it if we're not doing that? Right, okay. That's a good question. What do you mean? Because the, the Madrash makes it sound like we can't do that. Well, right, because it does make it sound like that. We'll, we'll get, that's, I don't have an answer to that question the way you articulated it, but we'll, we'll say something about that. <clears throat> so let's first talk about what tefillah isn't. <coughs> let's start with that. Let's cut some ideas off here. And uh, which tefillahs, we can say, are not necessarily answered. Those tefillahs which essentially... The first question holds true about. Why should it matter? And those are tefillahs. The Gros says in, in, in the Shnei Leo and Brachas, in uh, the beginning of the fifth parak, I think it is. I'll read his Lashen. He says, Oser lechavin b'tefillah l'tzorich atzmah. It's Oser. To be mechavin and tefillah for your own needs. Ach lehispalo sheyiu kol yisroh b'tachlis hashlemus. The only thing you can do is be mispalo that kol yisroh, everyone, all these souls should be completely perfected. The year Nishlam Knesses Yisrael Lamala. Okay, so and Knesses Yisrael Lamala should be perfected. So Knesses Yisrael Lamala, also a deep idea, but let's call that the idea of Klai Yisrael should be perfected. The idea of Klai Yisrael should be perfected. Only says the Gra in a Lakaina Tsar are you allowed to ask for your own personal needs. So I just want to clarify. He doesn't mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure about this, I think the Nevesh says this. And I think it's, it's clear in, in Shemunot that the Gura agrees to this. The Gura does not mean to say that you're not allowed to ask, you're not allowed to mention your own needs in Shemun Esrei. 
What the Gemara means is that you can ask for your own needs, you can mention them, but what concerns you, the reason, the drive, and what, what you really want when you're mentioning your own needs, is not for your own personal gain. Same way you ask for Kol Yisrael, and you're davening that it should be, that Kol Yisrael should be betachlis ashlemos. If you happen to know of a specific Sarin pertaining to yourself or to anyone else, you can mention it. It's just that you can't be thinking about yourself, your motive. The motive for the request can't be because you desire something. In Shemana Esra, your motive has to be solely tachlis kol Yisrael betachlis ashlemos. And... <clears throat> it's not for yourself, it's for Knesset Yisrael Lamalo. We'll get back to that, this idea. So, this is not a joke. The Guardian says it's Usser. It's Usser. Usser. When you're Dominic Esser, you can't be thinking about yourself. You have to be thinking about the perfection of, of Kal Yisrael. Now, Vodis says, and of course, with the, if the Gross says something like that, you have to know it's not coming from, from nowhere. It has a history, and the deep ideas like that have earlier sources, and I'm sure that this is not the earliest source. But he says that if you're shoyal umechavim la'atzmoi, hinehu meshatif atzmoi legavoya, you're making yourself equal to Hashem. Because really by tefillah, you're asking for something on behalf of Hashem. Machnes chulen la'azara, umetame mikdash ha'kodesh. It's like you're bringing chulen to azara, it's like you're bringing tumen to the mikdash. If you stand in Shemar and you start thinking about yourself or asking something because you want something, you're equating yourself to God and you're, you're bringing Chulun Lazar, you're time to make the Shakhaidish, like, like the Gross says. So, then it means the Ikr Tefillah. The Ikr Tefillah is not for yourself. That's not what the main Tefillah is. Okay, let's stop for questions, anyone? Specifically, Tefillah, you mean Shmona Well, yeah, but I'm saying that's clearly the Ikr Tefillah. If a person decided to dive in on his own, then this he says you could do that in all kinds of sorry. The Gros says right, you could so do it in all kinds of sorry. In all kinds of sorry, you're so. welcome to say that you need something, and we'll talk about what is what is the value of that. Then you know, in as much as that's not what tefillah is really about, and you can't mix that into the main tefillah. So how come you are? Is that it was okay? You know, occasionally or as part of the kind of sorry. We'll get to that. This is all like the in in the in the Rambam. I mean, we go like the Rambam, but like in the Rambam's world, right? In the Rambam's a sara, so only the whole thing is about yourself. That's a good question. Okay, we'll get to that too. Um, what is the relationship? If, if tefillah is not about yourself, so what is the relationship between... I mean, everything in tefillah is for our needs. I mean, everything is about ourselves. So what we're talking about is the motive. The motive is not your own suffering. So we'll, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll get to that soon. So does that mean dafka for oneself or for a specific person? I mean, for Rafainu to have somebody specific in mind that's not you. Right, well, if it's because you care about him but personally, that would be for yourself. But if, it's because, be. but if it's because it's, it, it, you see that you're looking at the whole Klai so you're thinking, okay, I want Klai Yisrael to be Tachas So Rifa'inu. Oh, and I happen to know of a specific instance that needs it, and I'm going to say that. So it doesn't matter if it's you or someone else. As long as it's not about, it's not about you. It's about, it's about you as a, as a part of Klai Yisrael. Which I think is why Tula B'tzibur is so important. But we'll, we'll maybe we'll get to that. The whole point here is that, the, what is the question saying that the, that if you ask for your own need, you're equating yourself then that suggests that the tefillah is for, is for him. If right. If the is for him, what does he need it for at all? Right, okay, good. The good, 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 good. Right. pointless. He knows what he sure, wants. Sure, sure, of course. Of course, of course, of course. So that's what I want to explain. So, well, but then, until, the, until now, I'm just up to this point, as a way of approaching what tefillah is, we at least accomplish something that it's not. It's not saying, hey, I really want something. 
I really need something, please give it to me. And I think that about that, roughly, but we'll get back to this, we, how this does play some role in tefillah. It's not for nothing that tefillah is based on, 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 on your own needs in a certain way. But we'll get to that. It's a subtle point. But on those kinds of tefillahs where, hey, I want something. Hashem, I want something. On that, the first question holds. Okay, so what? doesn't change anything. Nothing changed. So it's not about yourself. Well, so now it's easy to see that, let's go back to the Medrash. The Medrash says that the essence of tefillah is to be mispala b'shem ha'mefarish. So, shem ha'mefarish, being mispala b'shem ha'mefarish, we're going to give it a little more definition soon, but I think it's easy to see that that's the opposite of the self. It's the opposite of, of, of yourself. If, if tefillah is based on the shem ha'mefarish, that is the shem ha'meyuchet, Hashem's essential, the name of his essence, his, his very name, then... That's, that's shifting tefillah completely away from the self. It's completely about him, about his, his Shem HaMayuchet, the name that's, in a sense, really him more than the other names. So the Avodah Zakkadosh and others have very deep ideas about this. And, and they say the following. He, I mean, the Avodah Zakkadosh says, as, as the Shari Ur intimates the same thing. He says, If someone doesn't know this way of Yichud, which means uniting, okay, we'll leave that. But if you don't know this, how to daven b'shem first, the way he describes it, it's impossible to get answered. There's no room for this. There's no tool. Unless you know how to unite the name in its letters and its building, which we'll discuss what that means. Now, so obviously very deep things, right? And he's saying without this, you can't get answered. So I want to show first that we do have a shaykhist to this. It's wrong to say... It's wrong to say that tefillah is about Yod Hashemi, and therefore we don't know Hashem's name, or we don't know, which, which doesn't mean we don't know the Shem, we don't know what it stands, we don't know what it means. We'll explain what that means a little later. But it's wrong to say that we have no connection, no shaykhs to that, and we can't do it. And I'll prove it to you. So the Pasuk says, Yod Hashemi, Yikre'i So what do we need for, to be able to call Hashem and to get answered? We need to know His name. We need Yod Hashemi. Well, we daven for that every day in Bechzatayra. We say, clearly something that we aspire to. Okay, so what does it mean? What does it mean? When we, when we say in, in, in Birch you have to think about what the words mean. What does it mean when we're saying, we should know your name? So what does that mean? You know, it's, it's just, even just going to Tefillah and starting to think about the words and not really thinking about each word, just focusing on it and say, what does this mean? It will open up worlds. But... Let's talk about this word. So Rabbi Yehuda ben Yakar, that's the Ramban's Rabbi, I mean, among other things, but he has a, 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 a Pirsha Tefillah, where he shows mostly how all the Tefillahs are derived from Tanakh, and, and, his, and his, he connects them to the Midrashim. It's a half of a fell, that's safer. So he says, Yodei Shem means Makir Recognize Hashem. Recognize Hashem. Be familiar with Him. Know what He's up to. Have a relationship with him. Okay, so now we have something to base tefillah on. If you're Yodei Hashem, then you could call Hashem and answer you. And what does Yod Hashem mean? It means to be, it means to be Makir, his, his, uh, his Makir is Bayre, to know him, to know what he's about, so to speak. There's Yushami that says this point too. Yushami says, Rebbe said, Rebbe said, I have a problem with the fact that they, that they took out the chaynin out of davening on Shabbos. I can't believe that they did that because it ain't das tefillah minayin. Without das, there's no tefillah. 
But what's das? So it happens to be a medrash in Pashas Nasser, which says das means zehamakir as boyre. That's what das means. It can be shown from Tanakh. The word das, and the medrash obviously brings a pasuk for that, as medrashim do. But the word das, what is what is das? Makir as boyre, and that is a prerequisite for tefillah. So this is the definition. When we talk in davening, when we say atachin aladam das, and we ask for das, so. What does the word das mean in Chazal? You have to find what the word das means in Chazal. And the Medrash says, it means makir es bayroi. It means to, to know Hashem's ways. And uh, this can be proven even from the Gemara. In, in the Bavli, says the Nusach of Havinenu, which is a shortened version of Shemir Esrei. So each bracha gets a, a, an abstract, a um, summary. And Atachayin is how it starts. Havinenu, I think Hashem Aleikeinu, I don't know if it says that. Lodas derachecha. So that means das, even though, interestingly enough, we don't mention das drachim in atachayinim. But apparently das means makris, bari, knowing Hashem's ways, and in havinenu, for some reason it's explicit. Havinenu lo das drachecha. And that's what tefillah is predicated on. That's why the Avodah Sakhredish makes this point. That's why it's the first brach in Shemayin Esrei. Because when we're asking for das, we're asking lo das es bari, ulez bainin bedvarim ha'el yoinim. Tefillah is about knowing Hashem and the dvarim ha'el yoinim. Okay, so we have some, something to work with. Yod Hashemi, Yikreini Ve'anehu. You have to have Das Hashem. Yod Hashemi means to be Makir Hashem. His Drachim. And then you could die. Okay, so now we're ready. Tefillah is about Hashem's ways. That in mind, now we could, let's talk about, I think the single best source for, for what tefillah is about, and that is the, the lengthy description of tefillah in Parshas Vayera, of Avraham Avinu's tefillah, on behalf of Sadaim. So there the story goes. Hashem Omar Machasani Anime Avram Esashani Oiseh. Vavram Hoya Yielagoy Godol. Thank you. So Hashem said, I'm not, I cannot conceal from Avram what I'm about to do. Because Avram is going to be a Goygodol, the Otsum. Because he is going to teach his family the Derech Hashem, and therefore I have to tell him what I'm going to do. And once Hashem tells him what he's going to do, Avram approaches him, says, It's not Mishpat, it's not fear. So Hashem says, I'm going to show Avram what I'm doing. Because he has to teach his household my ways, the Derech Hashem of Tzedakah Mishpah. Therefore, I have to key him in. I have to let him know what I'm doing so that he can learn from it. So that he can relate to me and do like me. So Avram says to him, that, well, okay, you, you, want, you want me to observe what you're doing and you want me to learn from it Tzedakah Mishpah? Well, I don't see this as Mishpah. I don't see this as Mishpah. And he starts arguing. Why is he arguing? Because Hashem revealed himself to him for a purpose, so that he should understand it. So then he says, well, I don't understand. And actually, he should understand something specific. He should understand Tzedakah and Mishpat. So he says, well, this is not Mishpat to me. And maybe it's Mishpat. I guess it is Mishpat, but I don't see that it is. So if you want me to understand you, says Avram, the only way I'll understand you is if the Mishpat is on the individual level, kind of collective punishment. That's not something that I could relate to. I don't see that as Mishpat, etc. That's That's... The essence of the Tefillah of Avram. So there it's about the Derech Hashem. 
There it's about the Derech Hashem. That's what the, the predicate, that's what the old feel is about. If, if you want to explore this point further in my Sefer, the first stickle is about this, about what's going on in that passion. Okay, so now what do we mean when we say, when we talk about knowing Hashem or knowing Hashem's ways? What is that? What, are Hashem's, what do we mean when we say Hashem's ways? Ways. We mean nothing less than all of reality. Everything is Hashem's ma'isim. So, so a sense of Hashem's ways means a sense of the order of reality. And we mentioned this last year. That um, the, the Yushami says the Madbeya Shal Tfilo. The Nusach of Tfilo is made up by Moshe Rabbeinu, who said, Hagodol Hagibar Bahanaira. That is the Nusach of Tfilo. Now, what does that mean? That means if you look around, if you have a sense in, 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 in reality that it's this Gedula, Gvura, and Myra manifest. Hashem's greatness. Might, etc., is manifest in all of reality. So you have a sense of Hashem as being God, Old Gibber, and Neighbor. Your Makir is Bayre to that extent. What if you have a, a warped sense of reality and you don't see any God, Old Gibber, and Neighbor? Well, then you're not Makir as Bayre. Because maybe you think that he's not God, maybe you think he's cotton or that he's, that he's weak. So that means you don't have a sense. You're not Makir as Bayre. But all Tfilah. All tefillah is about Makir as because all tefillah is like it was by Avram. We, as Balei Deo, tell Hashem like this, I understand you, to the extent that we do, I understand you, you're Godel Giba and Well, here's what I understand then. If you're Godel Giba and then this is what should happen. And that's what should happen. Now, why is that important to say that? Because then, then the relationship that we have with Hashem follows along those lines. If you think Hashem is Godel, and therefore Re'eno Be'anyeno, therefore He should redeem us. Okay, so then when you experience the redemption, your sense of Hashem's Gedula is confirmed, and your, your Makir is strengthened. But you have to say it. You have to get up and think about it. Think about the Gedula, Gevura, and Meira necessitates such and such. Why do you have to think about it? Because then... That's allowing for Hashem to be manifest through what He does. If you don't think about the order of reality, if you don't think how things should be, then no matter what happens, it's not going to change your relationship with Hashem. But if you think about, I understand Hashem to an extent, and l'chayra kum in my understanding, that re'ein then when that comes, when that's fulfilled, you, that connection gets strengthened. And you learn more about Hashem's ways. Is that a reason for Hashem to fulfill it, so that you could... So that you could know the Derech Hashem. So that so you could know the Derech Hashem. He wants to reveal Himself to us. And, so and this is how He reveals Himself to us. Through our understanding. So He reveals Himself as being, having certain midas. The, the way to, the key way to describe it. And, and the actions that follow along that. And it's thinking about which actions should follow, and then experiencing them, so which confirms and, and, and strengthens those, that sense and then the relationship. So we're saying that the idea of tefillah is getting myself ready to understand what when Hashem will do it, it will mean something to me and then Hashem will do it so that it should mean something to me? Yeah, right. That's what we're saying though is the tales of the Baruch of mean to 
set that up for Exactly. So it starts with Atta Khaino Adam Das. You gave us Das. You made yourself known to us. And it's interesting is that the only, that's the only bracha where we, where we start off saying something about Hashem did. Everything else is what he should do. Right. Because that predicates us. Okay, you gave us Das. So if you gave us Das, well, here's what, here's what I think. You, you, you made me think. You want us to think about your ways. That's how you relate to us. So based on that Pasuk Ibarashis, the ultimate is because then we can emulate. Then we can emulate his ways. That's for the other Shiri's book. But you want to relate to us through the Das Drachim. So here's what I think then. Here's what I think based on what I understand about you. And that's the rest of Shemunas. So now we understand a few things. You know, it's very interesting. The clarity that's required for true davening it's much more than it's necessary for just pure shamilim and kavanah, which we have hard enough time with that as it is. But, but the fact is that if you look at Chazal and, and the halachas, it's more, more Chazal even than, than, than you see in the Ram Shabbanar. The Gemara people didn't daven in a house with the Sheikhs. I think Behud only daven once every 30 days because he couldn't have kavanah. But the point is that the tzlilas adas necessary to really think about, not just the words, to really think, oh yeah, I really believe that this is how it should be. You have to really get into a state of mind. Because he says that this time of tefillah is, is the most special time that purifies yourself from what passed and prepares you for the future. You're, you're in the time of tefillah, you're supposed to be rebuilding reality in your mind, figuring out how it should be. And then it could sometimes be traumatic where it takes time to return to the flawed reality. And hence we have that commission in, in Brachas about the Hasidim Rishonim. It takes him an hour to get back because here you're building in your mind a picture of, of what should be. And that's the essence of tefillah, to have that picture. And, to ha- and the deeper you have that, the more you have that sense, the more it becomes relevant. Because the more you'll be able to relate what happens then, subsequently what happens, to that picture that you created. It has to be a real picture. If you just say, yeah, you know, I think that, okay, but then you forget about it as you leave. But it has to be deep. But then it becomes, but then you go back to this world and the world doesn't always meet these expectations. So that could take time. So, it's interesting... Tefillah is associated with Nevuah, but also by Avram Avinu. And Avimelech Hashem said, Ki Give him back to his wife, he's a Navi, and he'll daven for you. The Navi is the one who knows Hashem's ways fully. He's the one who really knows what Hashem's up to. He's the one who could daven the most. The Gemara says, one other point, the Gemara says, If only a person could daven a whole day long. Why? More than any other virtuous act. Because really, we're always thinking, we're always saying our opinions. We always have an idea of what Hashem should be doing, essentially. But we don't always think about it in that way. We don't always think about it from Hashem's perspective. But really, to the, to the degree that a person is conscious and thinking, he should, be, be, he should really be misfollowed. That means he should be thinking about what's right for Hashem. Okay. <clears throat> so then this is, I think, the essence of Yod Hashem and relationship to Tefillah. So let's talk about the name, though. We have the Shari Aira who says, okay, we have the Avedis HaKadosh who says this idea of Hashem's name, Shem of a Farish. It sounds like it's a little more than this in the Medrash. So I want to just give you a little bit of a sense of what that is and what the Grum means. The Sefer Shari Aira starts with this in the Hakdama too. The Sefer Shari Aira is a, it's a, it's a Sefer you say it in Kabbalah, but it's a Sefer, it's built on Hashem's name. And he shows how there's the Shemus of Hashem, the Iker Shem is the Shem of a Farish, and all the other Shemus are woven on that, as in relate to that, connect to that, derive from that. And essentially what that's about then is the best understanding, the most perfect understanding of what Hashem is up to. So the perfect understanding then, and this gets to what, uh, what A was asking, 
the perfect understanding of Hashem's ways, one could say, requires this idea of Hashem Amafarish and the Yichad Hashem Ba'is Yosef the name of Hashem as in the most essential reality upon which all the rest of reality connects, as it does. But even if you don't have that kind of idea, I still maintain that, like I said, we daven for Bi Yodeh Shemecha. So maybe that means we're davening to be to know that secret, and maybe we should eventually at some point. But at least Das Hashem has a meaning besides for that. Like the Buddha translates it. And like we say in Havinenu, Das Drachim. And that's why we die. But even the cry, even the person who just says, oh, something's painful, and I'm, dying, I'm crying to Hashem to, to like, ace tzara. I don't, I think that's also connected to this. Because the, 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 the fact that someone complains to Hashem or thinks that something should be different. You only think that something should be different because you think you have a certain sense of what, what Hashem. Remember when we say Hashem, we mean all his actions, all the reality. Only because you think you have a sense of what he's about, kind, etc., do you think something should be different. If a person really deep down believed that this world was a terrible place, now he'd be dejected, but he'd also be resigned to it. He wouldn't be screaming. He wouldn't be screaming to Hashem that something should be different. So even the person who says, I'm in pain, something should be different. Now, he's not aware, he's not thinking about it from Hashem's perspective. And that's what the Gros says, don't do that in Shemina Esri. But it's not, a t- it's not of a different kind. It's not of a different nature. It's based on the fact that a person has a sense of what should be, and therefore he's telling Hashem, something's wrong with your world, because I have a sense of what your world is all about. Okay, okay I want to you know, I'm a little bit late, so I want to I say something just because I think it's really interesting. That's a little bit of a different thing. There's a Reb Chaim, which I'd love to, to comment on, and, and if anyone can enlighten me about this. Chaim, famous Reb Chaim, talks about tefillah. And he says in tefillah there are two kavanas. One is to know what the words mean, and the second one is, and I'm going to read it, Sheichavin shehu oimid b'tefillah lefnei Hashem. That you should mechavin, that you're standing in tefillah in front of Hashem. Kim Evur, in the Rambam, who says the following, Umahi ha-kavona, sheifana es liboy mekol ha-machshavis, to clear your mind from all thoughts, and you should visualize yourself as if you're standing in front of the Shekhinah. So Reb Chaim says, Mavur and the Rambam, that the essence of Tefillah is to be Mechavin, that you're standing in Tefillah Lefnei Hashem, because the Rambam says, quote again, Therefore Reb Chaim says, if a person is not aware of the fact that he's Oymid Lefnei Hashem, he's a misasik. He's doing something, he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't understand, I don't begin to understand this, because the Rambam says, you should visualize yourself as if you're standing in front of the Shechidah. The Ram doesn't say you are standing in front of the Shechidah. Now, Chaim, according to the testimony of one of his grandchildren, knew the Mordevukum by heart. Mordevukum says that the Shechidah is a created light. I think we discussed this a little bit. And the Ram says you're supposed to imagine that you're standing in front of the Shechidah, which means you're supposed to visualize as if the Shechidah is in front of you. Chaim says it's Mavur in the Rambam that the essence of the field is that you are standing in front of Hashem. No. And that if you're not aware of that, you're Masasik. No. The Rambam says you're supposed to imagine something. And if you don't imagine it, you're not Masasik. You're not imagining it. It's the opposite of Masasik. Rambam says you're doing something, you don't know what you're doing. Rambam says you're supposed to imagine that something's happening, which is not happening. There is no Shechino there. There's no light there. But you're supposed to visualize it. Let's do this afterwards. So perhaps he means, perhaps he means, and this is a very interesting thing, but perhaps he means, like the Moira does, that let's say the word, Hashem, which occurs often in Tanakh, we'll get to that, can have two meanings. It can have a physical meaning, as in, person was standing in front of a shechina, the shechina rather, the Arnivra, or it could mean a truer, deeper meaning, 
which is that the person was focused, oimid as in established, the Ramadan mode of focused on Hashem's Ashkocha. So perhaps Rukhaim means that the reason why the Ram says you have to imagine that you're standing in front of the Shekhinah is because really you are oimid of Hashem in the sense that you are doing something about Hashem. Okay, perhaps. Buzachinu Lazeh, however, is that Rukhaim says a lashon here of that tefillah is oimid of Hashem. Which is, which is, which I, what I'm suggesting means you're thinking about Hashem. You're not thinking about yourself. You're, you're talk, you're, you're, you are focused, the essence of the words of tefillah are a focus and directed to Hashem's perspective. As Avraham, by Sadoim, Avraham, Hashem. Eliyahu defines his career as Chai Hashem, Hashem, twice, as does Elisha. So again, we have the connection between tefillah and Nevuah. And Yirmiya also says, Remember that I stood before you So the essence of Tefillah is Amid Hashem. That's war, and it also shows the connection between Tefillah and Avua. So to summarize, Tefillah is, is, is the keystone of the relationship to Hashem. The most perfect Tefillah could be for the Nevi'im who actually know Hashem's ways perfectly, or that idea of the Shem HaMayuchid and knowing how it relates to Shem's, etc. But I think, I think anyone Anyone that has a sense of Golagibanero is essentially davening because he thinks he believes how things should be. Even the person who's just screaming without thinking about Hashem is on some level doing that. Obviously, the more detailed that the person thinks about Hashem and really about his drachim, the more his tefillas are the proper tefillas and the more they can be answered. Thanks so much to everyone for listening to The Great Sources. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. That's how it gets out there to even more people. Thank you and good night.